Yo, can, can you give us a little rap for the very first podcast together? Can, can you? What? No. Fuck Come on. you. <laughs> Off the rip. Come on. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Turn up in my headphones. Uh-huh. Uh. Yeah. There he goes. Okay. No, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus no, Christ. I'm not doing it. No. Look, man, when, when I was coming up with the podcast... <laughs> I, of course, love to, like, sit and talk to people and have conversations. But, you know, part of my job was to entertain. You know, when I was on the radio, it was to, you know, talk about the Super Bowl and talk about, you know, different things and, and get people riled up. And so I was like, you know, I need I need a co-host. I need someone that, that knows this world. And watching you on Twitch by yourself uh, with no co-host, with no one around you, but all the people in the chat, uh, I was like, man, like, no better person than mr dj high no bet you are sadly mistaken however uh, no i i i'm i'm grateful for being here man i uh i true i truly mean that thank you well i i truly mean that i think that that you're gonna you're gonna do cool things with this and i wouldn't i would get behind it if i didn't 100 percent believe in it my uh actually yesterday i spoke with my father on the phone and he was like, "Oh, that's really cool that you're doing that with him. He like he knows of you, you know, through." Uh, does your dad? Does your dad know? Does your dad listen to podcasts? Does he know like what podcasts are? Yeah. He, oh yeah, he cool. does. I don't think he listens to them, but he's always been like a pretty big talk radio guy, which yeah, is okay. kind of what got me into it because you know you sit in the car and you listen to Sunday morning tag sale instead of like the radio. Wait, what is tag sale? Like a like a like a radio tag sale. You never heard like no, a I don't know like a is. swap shop like the shit they do on Stern. They ha- well, no, I've heard the Howard Stern stuff, but yeah. like that—that's that a real thing. Where you are, yeah. So when I was growing up, on my way to hockey practice every like weekend morning, excuse me, um, that would be on. You'd literally have people call and be like, you know, I got this for sale. If anybody wants it, I'll be honest. I always thought that that was because we always we hear the prank phone calls and Howard Stern, yeah. and I kind of thought the whole thing was fake. Like no. the radio announcer, they just had fake, and it was just not a real thing. Because down here, I've never heard of that. That's funny. I uh, know it's it's super real, and I used to actually love listening to it. You just like sit there, and people call in, and they're like, you know, ISO, you know, or they're looking to sell. Well, you know, actually, on the phone right now, we have, uh, looks like Richard and Sal would like to call into the podcast. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. About eight people understood that joke. Hi, yes. I'm looking for. So, look, man, I want to, again, like, I love doing the conversations and interviews, but I want to kind of have a show. I feel, I I thought, I thought you were the guy having second choices because you look like you're about (laughs) to fall asleep. Okay, so here's the deal, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why this happens microphone. every Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. Sorry, now my eyes are itchy. Um, I'm supposed to go to a networking group, and like a lot of times, I just can't freaking sleep, and I don't know why. So, is it that you're nervous? No, I'm not nervous for a networking group. I just do feel you ever really get nervous bad. like DJing. What's that? Do you ever get nervous for you DJing? Absolutely, almost every single time. Every single time? Well, in like some way, shape, or form, depending on what I'm doing, yeah. What makes you more nervous, like, at one wedding versus another? Is there something that triggers your anxiety more than the other? Um, 
I just, if I don't like perfectly mesh with the people, you know? So like, yeah, um, yeah. hang on a second. I feel like, oh, 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 adjusting his, there we go. His, See, now I'm more like level there. with you, you know, more two thirds, right? Um, so I really like when couples are like specifically seeking my style, you know? Sure. So they can act how you DJ. Right, right, right. And just like my style of personality, you know, not that. Listen, I'm not a prima, you know, I don't need them to be like, oh, I want Kevin, you know, but there's like a certain point where it's, you know, like my Instagram presence pushes people that think an Instagram presence is important to pick me. Right. Right. Um, or uh, not that they necessarily want like an outspoken MC, but they want like a, you know, a, a sort of louder person, um, in their corner. Right. Correct. So, um, yeah, I just, if I vibe with them as people, I feel way more comfortable because I just like put in the, I feel like I'm putting in the work for a reason, you know, <laughs> that actually <laughs> was one of the best paired wedding couples I've ever worked with. For those that are just listening to this on Spotify or, Apple oh, right, or whatever, right, right. Also, you can watch the show. Uh, just search the Radio Shorty podcast with DJ High Kevin on YouTube. Uh, this is uh, you. You, I mean, you. Your yes, your Instagram feed is different. Your Instagram feed is uh, what else we got here? We, you've got your own merch as well. I do. You can uh, look, at, look at this guy. Look at that guy. That's look me. at him. That's me. Yeah. You, if if you're not watching, then you are missing. Not much now. <laughs> bro, this bro, this photo. <laughs> that is bro, that, that photo almost looks you almost wait, is that you there? In are you looking at you? That is, is that me there. That looks like no, that's me. You you look right here. Yeah. You look like you look like you're looking at the camera and you're going, I made a horrible life choice. I should not be doing this. Uh, so that was my second DJ collective. Also, do you have a mullet? We got mullets. No, that was more like a mulhawk. Hold on, I'm searching some more. Hold on here. Now I'm just now I'm just like digging deep into your photos. You ever do that? You just go to somebody's Instagram. You just pour through. No, never have I ever done that. Okay. Hey, let's talk about, um, hold on. Where, where are we? But yeah. So that last photo was my second DJ collective. I was brought on a panel and Joe Bunn instantly was like, you're hungover as hell. Aren't you, Kevin? <laughs> I was like, thanks, Joe. You did. Yeah. You did. It's almost like this show right now. You feel a little hungover. I know, man. This is like the, the annoying kind of hangover, you know, but you're not drunk. You're I'm not. I'm looking to haven't had a drink in. At least 12 hours. Hi, Kevin is engaged, by the way. I am Sorry, engaged. Ladies, he's off the market as on the screen here. <laughs> Not yet. Fiance. Yeah. Uh, I'm, well, you are. <laughs> no, yeah. You, you're shit out of luck if you try to hit on me. It's going to be weird. Listen, man. I've been, let's, let's... I've been like into her now so heavily. And Teddy. Teddy, my fiance. Um, that I literally just like, if someone came up and tried to put the moves on me it would be like eighth grade awkward here's here's the thing i want to i want to talk also about teddy uh your fiance you guys got engaged at uh, dj collective yep. that jan i bun and uh brian b yep put on yep um 
she had no clue, right? Not a clue. No idea. How did you? All right, because do you ever ask couples that, like, oh, how'd you get engaged, or how was the proposal? Um, if I'm genuinely interested, then yes. How do you not be interested in your couples? Like, what what turns you off? And then I'm gonna go back to your engagement for a second. Oh, what turns me off from being interested in my couples? If, yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm not big on like thinking response time for emails is super important, but I think showing an interest in your own wedding is super important. So, so like if they email you back three weeks later, you know, like I always try to give them like over thirty days to like set up the planning meeting, right? Sure. So I, you know, like I do it in this. I actually have everything. Like normally, I would. Oh, never mind. That's not showing. Cool. Um, but uh, no, I don't have all this stuff up anyway. But you know, like I, I'd really like to just. I do most of it here. Just sit down with them, talk through it just a little bit. If they have like no details in it, if they're not showing any interest in their own like big day, that's a that's a hell of a turnoff, you know. Because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if he's changing the tone of his tagline, but we all know Nick Spinelli, you know, says every wedding is the big game, right? The Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So technically he can say that, right? So, you know, it's funny there. Uh, you We both follow shitty radio jock, right? Uh, which <laughs> is a radio uh, meme page that basically makes fun of radio. I think it's uh, you. The guy or girl who, who puts on shitty radio jock on Instagram is actually is still in radio from what we're told. Um, he, he or she is uh, just creating this kind of persona. But anyway, so that, that was a topic that was brought up in radio where people would be like, oh, you can't say the Super Bowl. You can't say the Super Bowl. And you can't say the Super Bowl if you're having a promotion. So if like, Kevin's Bar and Grill is giving away $1,000 for the Super Bowl. We'll have the Super Bowl on. Right. Uh, You can say you'll have the Super Bowl on, but if you're giving away $1,000 during the Super Bowl, now you're using the Super Bowl. Oh, to leverage. Gotcha. Right, yeah. I I, I literally, like, I literally, like, um, was, like, I would yell at, like, radio people, and I'd be like, yo, like, I say the Super Bowl all the time on the radio. Yo, the Super Bowl is this Sunday. You know, who are you going for? And people would freak out. I'm like, dude, I, like, it'd be one thing if the radio was like, it's a thousand dollar weekly giveaway for Super Bowl Sunday or whatever. You know, if, if they're giving away a TV or whatever, right? That's when it becomes so. Like, Nick absolutely can say the fucking Super Bowl. Oh, like, sweet. Okay, cool. Through, you know, right. So now, Nick if he says... starts using it, if he starts using it in like material on his Instagram, and he's like Nick Spinelli's Super Bowl wedding, I feel like that's when it gets right. Scary. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I the Nick Spinelli every, every wedding is a Super Bowl $1,000 giveaway. <laughs> Nick Spinelli is like throwing $1,000 like onto the dance floor. $1,000 bill. Bro, bro, <laughs> no, fuck, fuck the fireworks and fuck the like dancing on the clouds. Bro, what if you had a machine that just money threw out money during the first dance? Money just guns, threw baby. Threw it out. That's what I want. I want that. Um, so we, we have, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, we have your fiance up on the on the screen here, right. Teddy. Uh, you've told me this story a couple times, but I want I don't think everyone knows how you met and how like you were kind of a dick, kind of. I am kind of a dick. You're um, not, but you're a sarcastic dick. But you were kind of a dick to her because you did like her, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So you guys 
Can you explain the story? Well, do you want to hear from Teddy's perspective or mine? And also, why didn't you tell me that I was going to be like the topic of conversation? (laughs) Well, it's in the notes. I know, but in the notes it says, Hi, Kevin lives in York, Pennsylvania. Hi, Kevin isn't pregnant. Listen, Like, Kevin isn't coming to Vegas because he sucks. You got to understand, too, like, sometimes it just pops in my head and I just fucking roll with it. I know. Like, no, yeah, see, this I is am. why we're good, because we, you know, we uh, we riff, you know? We, we yeah, fucking yeah, I love riff us, you know? We, uh, yeah. you know, cool, we, so stop, uh, stop avoiding this topic. Fuck so, it here. You, um, you and Teddy, yes. um, you liked Teddy. Teddy started working for Clock Entertainment, which is the company you work for. Is that correct? That's correct. Also, you say, can I hear it from Teddy's perspective? Is Teddy there? No, I meant like, do you want me to tell it from her perspective? Or should I say everything that I... Honestly, like, Teddy's perspective, because I've heard it from her as well, when I came to visit mm-hmm. York, PA, and didn't go anywhere else but your house. Um, yeah, tell it from Teddy's perspective. Okay, so... so yeah. Teddy's mom dabbled in the DJ world, we'll just say that. Um so I guess Teddy felt some sort of, you know, inclination to come to the company. And I'd actually looked her mom up for a little bit, too. Um, but when she got there, she basically was toured around the office. And, you know, like we briefly met just for a moment. But then she did her paperwork, signed up. And then we have our team photo that we do uh, in the summer months, you know, normally like right after Fourth of July. Something like that, like right okay. before or after 4th of July. Okay. So we go there. We always go like somewhere downtown Harrisburg where there's a new mural, right? And everybody in Pennsylvania loves painting walls. And We're the same here in Greenville, South Carolina. We love our murals. Everybody just loves murals. That's it. Like every city thinks they're the mural city, right? <laughs> Greenville is the mural city. I'm no, sorry. Philly yes. is. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Philly I, 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 legitimately I, is. As, as obviously, yes, yes. Okay, so right. So we're at this mural. We're doing our team photos. Um, I rode my motorcycle to the team photo, and she had noticed that, and she said something, like, just to spark up conversation, right? Just being nice, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so she says, hey, I like your motorcycle. I really want to ride one one day. And I was like, oh, that's cool, you know? Just casual. So then after it, we go to a restaurant that we're going to all hang out at. Jason buys us like a couple rounds, you know. Jason Clock. Jason Clock, our owner, CEO, dad. Um, So drummer. we go to drummer. Body lifter. Body builder. Father. Fucking I said Pat Monahan lover. Train. What's, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's well. I just, because no... All right, my story. <laughs> Actually, Teddy's story. Teddy's story. Through me, thanks to you. So you're in. So you're in the restaurant. No, no, no. We're not in the restaurant yet. We're leaving the team photo, right? Okay. So Teddy's standing there, right? I, I'm gonna embody Teddy. Teddy's standing there with like uh, our whatever office manager person, and I pull up, and I'm like, "Hey, would you have any interest in like trying to ride my bike?" And before, like, I don't, I don't know exactly how the wording went, but basically I was like, maybe you should try my bike sometime. And I just was like, well, not today. And then I just ripped away from her and, like, didn't even let her open her mouth. And then somehow we're 
a couple now together. together. Well, and it didn't happen right away. It wasn't like you wrote away and then she DM'd you or text you and then you guys were just dating. Like it was a while, correct? Um, say that again. I just got a text from the office manager about this weekend, so I wanted to go ahead. So you were sorry. You were ba- so you rode off into the sunset on your bike, right? Right. And so then we went like- to the restaurant after, and then we ended up playing cornhole together. Okay. Wait. But then, but for a while, you guys game. weren't just like, I don't know. <laughs> I understand. But it wasn't like after cornhole, you were like, hey, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. And then that happened. Like, you, it took, it was a while. Like, you were, yeah. you guys weren't like, you know, a week later. Right. Together. It was, so it was like, it was like a majority of the summer that, like, because uh, she was still dating somebody kind of at the time. Sure. And I obviously changed that. But they were going through their separation. They had like a house together and shit, man, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, a real homewrecker. Bro, you were like not letting that stop me. Fuck that home. Fuck that. Boyfriend, boyfriend, dude. Uh, from from her perspective, when I talked to her about it, um, not the nicest person in the world. So like she, no, she's she thought I hated her. That's what she'll say if you ask her about it. Like right. I thought Kevin well, hated you, me. You came off as a dick, like right off the bat. Like you were, you know. Would you look? It proves it proves because I'm a single guy and I'm, you know, I'm, 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 you know, just I don't have time for dating. I do too much. I, I got too much, guys. You got a lot uh, going on? But it, it proves that, you know, you you have to kind of be a dick in order for them to be kind of interested in you. you it's know? so the, the thing like is, asshole. no, no, no. Don't be an asshole. Be There's just a difference be, between being a dick and being an asshole. Yes. So I think the biggest thing is say stuff that you want to say and don't be concerned with the result. Is sort of and and I think that's a key to success just about anywhere because people will respect the um, genuine delivery of everything that you do and say, um, and just and if you like the problem is if you don't figure out early on like where you stand morally or really like any way, then it's really hard to be sure. yourself, you know. So that's why they say find yourself before you you know try to find love because. You got to have legs to stand on in any situation. So, yeah, I just basically was just like, listen, this is the way that I am. We, I, I literally, I can't tell you how well we match up, like just on everything. Like even just this Valentine's Day, I think you called me Monday, right? And no, you probably were like, we oh, what do you guys? Call you on Valentine's Day. Sorry. We, yeah, dude, but we don't even like know it exists. Like since we've been engaged. I'm single, so I just, it's another Monday for me. Right, exactly. Forgot. You know? Yeah. It's just, and, and to us, it's just another Monday. Because we're just like, I yeah. also crashed your house. You crashed in the it. summer of 20. Yes, you did. You did. It, crashed. You trashed our house. Uh, you trashed well, it. I, I kind of did. Actually, I kind of did. So, Teddy, so we, uh, so, okay, so Demand needed me to get some lights to you. Demand, listen, man, I love Demand to death. Homeboy's never, never going to York, PA in his entire life. I even said, I was like, yo, I'll drive. Uh, and then I'll drive us back. Like it's no big deal. Yeah. Like two hours or something. Like you're whatever. I was like, I'll drive. It's yeah, it was about deal. two hours. Yeah. So I was like, I'll drive. It's not a big deal. It, well, two hours turned into like six, thanks to the Google. Anyway, that's a whole different story. But I, I so I'm literally. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, and he throws these lights in the back of my car, and he's like, just take them to Kevin. So next day, I'm you know I'm visiting family in Jersey, so I'm I'm going from Jersey to going from Kevin's uh, place, Greenville, 
to Jersey. Greenville to Jersey to see demand in Jersey, then back to my aunts, then to you. Anyway, so I literally, I get to Kevin's. Uh, you had up lights out around your house. Do you remember this? It was 4th of July. Yeah. So you had all your up lights out decorated in the American flag. Um, well, I mean, just red, white, and blue to do the entire American flag would take a lot more up lights. I don't own that many. Don't get him confused. So we, uh, and do you remember what happened when I was there? So I was still on the radio and I get a phone call. Yes. And we were going to do, so we did dad joke Thursday on the radio. Yeah. But I'd taken, you know, I was like, well, we could do dad joke Thursday from your house. I was like, no big deal. Yeah. And my boss calls me and he goes, Hey man, uh, I'm getting and my, my boss and I have, have always been cool. We've been friends for a long time. So he's always telling me like what's going on. And I'm sitting in front of Kevin where he DJs for Twitch and all that stuff. And I'm sitting on the couch. Uh, we have a couch story too. We'll tell in a second. I'm sitting on the couch. Did we tell all these stories? Uh, well, was, that was, that was a demo. That was the unofficial, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So my boss was like, yo man, um, I know you're on vacation. But uh, I think they're going to fire you tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, uh, and Kevin's looking at me like he knows something's going on, like, but you can't hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we, we could we could fucking smell yeah. it at that point. Yeah. Man. So, so, like, I hang up the phone. Kevin's like, you good, bro? And I was like, I think I'm getting fired tomorrow. And Kevin hops up out of his fucking chair. He goes, fucking shots. Let's We're doing go. a shot. We're doing a shot. You need a shot. Bro, we go into the kitchen. We did. Uh, you did Jaeger. Teddy and I did tequila. Uh, that I wouldn't. That good. Yeah. And then I proceeded to just throw burritos all over your kitchen floor. Well, just one burrito. <laughs> it was a big, but it was, it was all over the kitchen burrito. floor. Yeah. 100%. Fucking burrito. So that's the, that's the 411 on Kevin. Uh, right. Kevin and I met through Twitch, uh, which he tried to, I guess, uh, you know, get, get some stuff from his girlfriend, uh, Teddy at the time. Uh, Not crack. He didn't realize this. Didn't realize his camera was off. Or no, it was on. He didn't realize his camera was on, so he had raided Joe Bunn for this DJ's vault thing. And I kept trying to click the DJ's vault thing, but it kept going back to Kevin's camera. And so, lo and behold, I'm like watching. I'm like, well, what's Kevin doing? He's just off there in the corner. It's kind of dark. And I was like, oh, Kevin's about to, Kevin's about to do some sexual stuff, and he doesn't realize his camera's off. I didn't have your phone number at the time. So I'm like texting demand, demands calling you. It was a whole thing, man. Like it was a whole entire thing. And so it. Kevin finally picks up the phone, and you see all you see is facial expressions. You can't like literally, you can't hear anything. And Kevin, like, he's on the phone. You hear, you see him kind of like shake his head, yeah, yeah. And then you turn and look into the camera. And I don't know if you just pulled the plug or whatever, but then the feed just died. Uh, I probably just like fell onto my mouse that hits the like like the leave studio button in this you know it's this giant fucking red button on Streamlabs, and i literally just i like if it was touch screen i probably would have knocked the screen over but i would have hit the fucking button <laughs> that was kevin's about to get ahead on twitch but he didn't but i uh but that's actually that's actually how we met that's how we were introduced you dm me uh i mean allegedly so. got head and no one can confirm or deny you did you you weren't doing anything but it was you i know but it's like and i had the photo last week and then i lost now i lost it again i'm the worst um not that it matters you know then i just pulled it it up oh i did send it to you right here here. 
There we go. We're, we're pulling shit up. Hold on. So this is uh. There we go. There we go. This is Kevin. There it is. <laughs> Again, if you're watching on YouTube, it looks like uh, I'm cradling a hog and just <laughs> sliding it directly into a person's face. Right, your hands aren't in the so, best place. If you see that angle, right, that is actually that exact same corner that's behind right, my DJ setup to, now. Right, yeah. that used to be uh, where where your DJ set or where your that used to be where the couch was. Against that far wall. <laughs> now Kevin has literally moved the couch behind everything where there's no cameras involved. Yeah, it's over here now. Which is smart. Uh, anyway, hey, look, man. Uh, Super Bowl was uh, this past Sunday. Super Everybody's Bowl was this past Super Sunday. Bowl. Yeah, I, I mean, today's really the 16th. Should we say that? Yeah, yeah. February fine. 16th? Yeah, so, yeah. so you guys can, you know, put this. Uh, so you can put it in chronological order as your kids are listening to this. Because it was rated the number one 100 year old podcast. Yeah, with 11 in the million future listeners. With 11.1 million listeners. Just so, like Joe Zahn. I <laughs> Great listen. segue, Kev. <laughs> listen, I, I, I. That was so mean. <laughs> All right, you're All right, the. So, so oh, hang on, real for... quick, before we get into that, before we get into that, I am honored to be here with you, Shorty. I really, genuinely I love talking to you, dude. Um, if nothing else, like so many people say, we just want something to like carry our name a little bit. We like to bullshit sure. and chat about this stuff anyway. We thought it was funny enough, and we saw an opportunity to be two people in the DJ world trying to do something other than talking about fucking gear. Hey, man, time to unbox this EV550. Right. Stop trying to give me tips about being an MC. Here's the thing I will say is I don't mind it. I actually, I, I know I made fun of it, but I, I don't mind unboxing stuff. Like, I, no. I, like, I don't, you, first off, you don't have to physically show me you unboxing it. Like, I, I get it. It's in a box. You know, just show it to me out. You know, here's the speaker. I believe that you unboxed it. it because it's outside of the box. Right, I, I get you. You know, it I know it went box, from I inside the box to outside the box, and that at some point you did the removing. Right, you don't have right. to show me your box cutter. I, I, I'm good. I'll show it to you though. Everybody that's un, does unboxing videos are like, "Fuck these guys, these motherfuckers." I, I'm not saying that. I'm just maybe it's time to move in another direction. Well, Joe Bunn does a great job. So the other day, Joe Bunn uh, released this video where it was uh, the the CO two thing that you put on the floor, right? It was already out. It, it was already out. Like oh, like the vertical no... CO two. Yeah, or they have, they have this new product out. It was really cool, really okay. cool product. Um, the, the people that make the CO two gun, the club cannon, yeah, they have this new product out. Uh, and, and hashtag ad, and so you know. <laughs> Here we are talking gear instantly. Which is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like it's fine to talk about gear, but I just don't. I don't like. I don't need to see you uh, take the box cutters and yeah. pull the tape off. Like, just show me the fucking there. There's the product. It's on the floor. Plug it in and fucking you know blow it out all of your. Imagine doing a live unboxing and then the the things like dead or you know you don't have the batteries it doesn't work. or it right. doesn't work or it's not even in there or it's the wrong right, thing. Forgot. Fuck yeah. All the funny. What's the funniest thing that could happen live on an unboxing video? The 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 object is not in the box. <laughs> what if 
it's like a goat or like like a bunch of chickens in there in the box yeah and for some reason they didn't hear that while it sat in no the they room. didn't no 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 they like, like they were like um what's that stuff that you know that can like slow your heart rate or whatever Crack. to the point yeah <laughs> Hashtag ad. Uh, <laughs> There's the clip, baby. <laughs> clip it and ship it, whips. Bag it, tag it, sell it. So, anyway. I just, I don't even know where we're at now. I just I wanted to say thank you for having me on. That's more where we were going. Um, because We literally we, just talked about goats in a box. I don't know. We're not going to do anything mind-blowing but it's going to get a lot better and i no, mean but i want to talk about just like regular topics like radio or uh oh, poo, i gotta get, i got used to not saying that wedding people like don't just talk about wedding shit all the time do they or do they mm. i'm new to this i went from the radio you world ever into the wedding world been to a party right like say a super bowl party and you just sure. happen to find out that somebody is a photographer um yeah and then I mean, it's like just sure. fucking game over you know it all depends on their level of involvement into it so if like a second shooter and teddy were at the same party i don't think that they would talk wedding 24 7 you know but god forbid you know like i bump into a photographer with their own company then you can bet your ass that's what we're talking about right no like I guess, yeah, you, you, you bring a good point. And I guess DJs are like that to a certain extent. I just want to be like, like if a topic comes up, I'm like, yo, it'd be fun to talk about. It has yeah. nothing to do with DJing. Oh, all. I'm all for that nothing. too, man. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, just, just let me let, let me riff. You yeah. Know, let me, let me and and we actually, I mean, we are blessed in that this is the first week because there is so much going on, you know. And Shorty, I know we have a lot of stuff that, uh, that you want to get to. So um, what do you say? Yes, yeah, so you, you brought up. You 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 brought him up um, before, and I I've talked to you and I called you on uh, Christmas night. I called you, and I was like, "Yo, man, maybe I'm just not understanding this whole Joe Zahn drama." Zahn is that his name? Zahn, I believe that w- that's that's my first guess, but we can I think we can refer to him as Mister Wired Up, because um, some people may have seen him on Instagram doing his thing. Um, sure. So. Why is there seven thousand of him? Hold on. It's really cool how you how you have oh, multiples. Oh. Wait, hold on. I know what I did. Hold on. Share hold wi- on. Maybe like share window. Can you share just? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. So anyway, I can't oh, obviously can't play the music. Uh, but basically, Joe's on. Uh, he's Mister Wired Up. He's out of Baltimore. I want to say Delaware, Baltimore. That's what, uh, that that's, area. I think that's what. Yeah. Sure. So he does. He's been doing these videos for a while now on TikTok and Instagram, where he'll do these little mashups and and all this sort of thing. And uh, Sports Center, uh, their Instagram caught wind of this, and they posted his video on um, on their Instagram. And of course, obviously, this now blew up. It's got the last time the screenshot I got was from last night. It was four hundred ninety five thousand uh, people have liked it. DJ Nate Nelson, obviously, one of the people that liked it there as well. Uh, but he basically did this mashup of the Super Bowl, the people that were going to be at the Super Bowl, uh, with you know Dr. Dre, sure. Kendrick Lamar, uh, Eminem. You've got uh, um, 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 who's the other one? Dre, Snoop, Dre, Kendrick, Eminem. Who am I missing? Mary J. Snoop Dogg, and Mary J. And Mary J. Yeah, and so he also redid it with Fiddy in it. 
Okay, so you did redo it. Okay. <clears throat> yes. So my so look, man, Sports Center came out. I was like, yo, man, this is dope. Like I know of Joe. Uh, we've talked a few times on like Facebook and stuff. And he came to Greenville. He actually spoke uh, at a wedding conference. And then I was supposed to go hang out with him and Justin Reed uh, playing golf. Uh, but I didn't make it. So, again, I, like personality-wise, man, he's always been such a nice guy. He seems like he's a- got a very full personality. So I believe right. he's a, he's probably a great DJ. A great, so, you know, like MC too. Because I think he runs a DJ company, right? Yeah, like a wedding it's DJ called company. Wired Up Entertainment. Right, cool. Yeah, it's called Wired Up Entertainment. So, yeah, so he has um, his DJ company called Wired Up Entertainment. And look, man, just with everything, man, you're going to get haters everywhere. I yep. totally understand it. Like, you know, it's just how the fucking world works. Uh, obviously, like, uh, let's see who this guy is. DJ uh, K-Fry. Yo, homeboy's not impressed at all. Not impressed at all. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, that's just some comments on Instagram. Not a big deal. And then Cleveland Terry posted up his video um and then actually joe responded to it which i will say i feel like joe man some balls on that guy to like just go in and respond to cleveland terry and i I think he called him mr ohio which i don't think cleveland terry is actually even from ohio no Um, his name is cleveland cleveland yeah yeah so and then obviously one of the biggest dj shows out there right now is the nick spinelli show uh and nick spinelli he went in on him I don't think like in a mean way, but I think in a he was critiquing him. When I called you, I said, well, explain it to me because I don't understand because there's a lot of people that have been talking about this. So for me, I thought it was awesome. Like even if he did it in Ableton and he just, you know, went off and fucking did his video and he wasn't really DJing, like tell me, tell me why the DJ community is mad. And and I'm going to give you some of my pointers after you say this. Okay. So, um, using Nick's words, right? He said, sure. don't fake the funk. Yes. And so, so wait, hang on. Just right there. Do you see what I just did there? I said, in Nick's words, Nick, don't Spinelli. Fake the, Nick Spinelli, don't fake the funk. I didn't say, don't fake the funk. I'm not taking credit for anything that I didn't say. That's just like one thing that I want to kind of glance over is that always give credit where credit is due, no matter what you're saying or doing. Um, but that's not really exactly what we're talking about here with Joe. It's um, it's that he recorded something in Ableton, which was a great mashup. It took a lot of skill and a lot of creativity to make. Not the not what we're questioning here at all. Also, he's got a great personality. So he sells a lot of stuff with charisma and he's also a business owner. He's obviously very good at it and he has an incredible skill in social media. However, he lied to a community that prides itself on being self-made, right? Very few people would be like, oh, I'm as good of a DJ as I am because I had a lot of inspiration and I had a lot of people help me. No, most people would be like, no, man, I did this my damn self, you know, like right. I, I didn't have any DJ coaches, you know, I, Nick was a very good friend of mine and I'm very happy that he's the person that I follow because it keeps me as a gen, you know, it keeps me a genuine, like, um, turntablist type DJ. Um, but 
Which again, I want to I want to make it known too that I don't mix. Right, or I mix, but I don't scratch. I'm not that kind of guy. And I, I would I don't say know if I'd ever be probably you are. I would I would try to be. I would say probably like you know anywhere from um like the DJs that you see, maybe like ten to fifteen percent of them are more on like that turntablism side of things that that literally Spinelli, make themselves known. You know, Spinelli, you, Jani, Demand. I mean, I even mean, Jana's not you, like super big on cutting. Though, you know, like, um, I don't, God, I haven't seen Jeff DJ since like he was on the cool kids table way back when, but you know, he probably, he's not like a lot of guys like aren't super into just jamming cuts down your throat, but hang on. Sorry. We're getting off track just a little bit here. So, um, so CT Cleveland Terry came at Joe because you could see on his S 11 that there was like gaps happening, but it wasn't happening in the sound. So what Joe was doing is he recorded the set and then sort of like pretended to do the routine live, right? To DJ on the video. To DJ. So he recorded the set and then, you know, he might have mixed like the first half of it together on one track and then the second. But then like the track completely ran out and he continued to pretend. So this and I know that this argument's going to come up. People will be like, well, what about like transition tracks that DJ Scooter makes for us? That's what I was going to bring up. Exactly. So you can play those tracks, right? So there's um, what's like a pretty old classic one, I guess, would be like, can't stop the feeling going into can't stop till you get enough. Do you have that track by Scooter? Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. So it's a, like a 113 to a 120 transition. You're like, if you don't, you're not a DJ. No, I'm not saying that at all. But like, I would never... Or if it's like a pre-recorded tone play track, I would never pretend to do the tone play because I'm not doing it. I don't care because, where it is. Because Scooter made it. Because Scooter made it. And I'm not Scooter. I would never fake doing it. You know? That's well, let me ask you just this like thing. the start of it. Go ahead. Okay. And I'm playing devil's advocate here. So like, I know it's perfect. Listening to me, please don't come at me like, fuck you. Like you're, you're a horrible DJ. You can come at me for saying that what he did is wrong. That's fine. I, I fully believe that what he did in that. And I, I know he knows it too. I want to say, so, okay. So he, so what did Nick Spinelli say? Don't fake the funk. Don't fake correct? the funk. Then what, then, okay. At the Super Bowl, when the Super Bowl opened, what was Dr. Dre doing? But bro, it's Doctor. Like we know, Dre does this shit, right? But, and it, that's also is that, that's also like a performance, right? But in a, in a sense, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, so don't mm-hmm. come at me. No, 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 I'm just I'm just trying to find it from other people's perspectives. That that you know, uh, I I just feel like so he created the um, the mix on TikTok. And it was fate. Like he was just, you know, he was smiling and just pressing buttons. One thing right? that Nick, one thing that Nick said is, if he had played his mix and he had just stood there and like danced and had his, you know, like big old smile on, then that would have been different because he wasn't pretending to do it. So okay, so he obviously can make the mixes. Yes, he can make the mixes. Like one hundred percent. Like dude, he's he's got a, a Patreon account where he literally. Uh, you, know, you can sign up. You can pay for mixes. And awesome, stuff, which dude. Yeah, right. and that so he, is fine. Sell the shit out of it. But I think I think like 
my, the part I'm confused about is that if he can do it in real life, right? He can't he, do it in he, real life. He can't do that in real life. Like he can't. Mix he couldn't it do. Away. I mean, it's if he could do it, wouldn't he do it? Well, I guess I'm looking at it from the perspective of how do you get the MP3 loaded into TikTok? I don't know how all that works. I'll be honest, because I don't I don't mix on TikTok and all. No, that so shit. I think so I do believe. Precise. Like DJ Precise, okay. he he. I don't know if you know who that is, but there's a guy on TikTok named DJ Precise. I thought I clipped his shit, but I guess I didn't. Um, I didn't. No wait, did I? Yes, I did. Okay, right here. Hold on. Cool. I'm, I'm about to pull this up. So this kid, DJ Precise, same exact thing. Uh, I can't obviously can't play the music. Um, but he does the same stuff. And again, it's the same technique as Joe is doing. And he, he's, you know, this video that we're watching right now is how many viral dances do you know? 2009, you're a jerk. 2010, teach me how to Dougie. Party rock anthem. Like he's mixed. He may not even be mixing all these. He may just be slamming these songs together or whatever. For the average person that's on TikTok, you know, that this comes across, this is just fun for them. This is fun. And totally. I don't think like Megan, who's watching this, is like, oh man, like you know, he didn't mix that, or he, you know, he hit the cue button or whatever. They don't know the difference. I think when it comes to picking your DJ, like for your wedding, your event, or whatever, I mean, like DJ Precise, I think could get the job done. I think Joe Zahn could get the job done, you know. And and Joe has admitted in in a video that he's he's not the best, that he's a mediocre DJ at best. You know, maybe he's a better producer. But so, so my yeah, yeah, yeah. to that is yeah. how so then how do you articulate that? Do you sit down on TikTok and show how the mix is made? I if if he was this is like saying that man, I don't I don't really I don't even have like a good analogy for this right now. Um but it's it's like like showing someone else's phot- photography portfolio and then sure. Like being like, oh, I just edit the photos. I don't take them. You know? It's like, it's like claiming to be a really good photographer, but then all you do is you just like, oh, well, I need the photos taken, and then I'm really good in Lightroom. Yeah, but there are photographers out there that go, I'm going to take the photos, and then they just send all their photos. To 100%. The but they don't sit there and say that, you know, like edited by me on every single one or anything like that. Yeah, they do. 100% they do. Those clients have no clue that those photos are being edited by Jack Wong in fucking Missouri. Okay, then photography so is it, it's there's different. Literally then. A company, there's literally a company here in Greenville that they take all their photos and they literally send them off to a company. The company edits them the way the, with the filters that they want. They get sent back, and this company presents them to the client and goes, hey, we did this, and that's it. So why do you think the photographer does that, though? Because it saves them time. Because he's got seven thousand other clients that he's dealing with, okay, uh, him or her, you know. So, so what I'm saying is like he can clearly make that edit, totally right. He made that edit. I hope he, he did. did. Now, if he I, that's just it. Whole- now, so this is sort of what. And hang on, I'm going to hold on to that real quick because I have it in big letters in my again, notes. Devil's advocate here. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just playing both sides. Right, 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 right. I'm, I'm about to get to the other side. And what I'll say is, while you're pulling that up with Cleveland Terry, who I, I you know, I've watched a couple of his videos. I don't really know him that well. But I, I would say to to those guys, you know, if he did it wrong, Nick Spinelli, Cleveland, like, bro, literally go in and show us that mix live. 
show me that mix live. Well, that's like, what literally go on TikTok and be like, this guy faked it. So this is how we would actually do it and do it live on TikTok. But so that's the other thing is like, there's a certain amount of people that seem to be getting into a certain space in social media just to get into that space. You know, like, have you which ever seen that? Which, which he's been doing, but is he chasing clout? In what sense? Like followers and likes. And well, like- it's, and then you have like the comments on the video, like this DJ just blew my mind and mixed every song from my childhood. Right, but the but the Megan who commented that I'm just using Megan as an example here. Poor Megan, like she doesn't know, like bro, she it's like the scooter remixes, bro. I'll be very honest, man. I use scooter. I think Scooter is one of the most talented people. Him, Agreed. Digital Dave, Nick Spinelli, Jason J and I, you demand like man, the, you guys are you guys blow my mind with the shit that you do seriously, and so I'm not trying to like put down you know guys like Cleveland Terry and be like oh well you just you just called him out on TikTok. It's cool to like it's cool to say, hey, he didn't do this live, but then go back and show us. Yeah. Be like Cleveland, Cleveland's video should have been when he like he did the arrow and he pointed down to to, to the screen and shows, you know, the wavelengths. Like then you're then cut to going, yo, I'm gonna fucking do this shit live. I don't I don't think that's CT's me- like that's really not what he does though. Like he is he's a big review head. Um again, like a Fairly, I think he would claim he's a fairly average DJ. His kid is a great DJ too. Probably, I'll do respect CT. I know you don't even know who I am, but <laughs> you know, like your kid's great um, and probably better than you. But like, what else do you want? You want your kid to do so much better than you always. But sure. the thing is, now that Joe has opened this door of us, one like the the problem is he attacks the community of DJs. Which, like, it... CT, Joe did. Joe did, yeah. So CT can call somebody out for being fake because that is... Sure. That's, that's like, right. journalism, man. You know, that's, like, you're, like, freedom of the press, sort of. Like, you're lying to the world, so we're going to call you out for it. Um, I think the problem was the response is that he doubled down on doing that. And he was like, and, oh, yeah, I used the sync button, too. Which again, I saw it. use the tools you have. But right. he didn't make this video saying, I'm making this video to prove to people that you don't have to live perform. You can use the sync button and that this will make your business better. He, right. the intent of the video was to get watches, to get views, to get likes, to try to make it to Sports Center. And he's trying to do it by faking. This is Ashley Simpson. This is Millie Vanilli, bro. This is all that in our space. Okay, Ashley okay, Simpson. Okay, Millie, okay, Millie Vanilli. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to bring up Ashley Simpson in a second because okay. that story is actually not as true as you think it is. Millie Vanilli um, obviously was caught lip syncing on stage, right? Mm-hmm. The fucking dude ended up you know, offing himself because he felt so bad. Eminem at the Super Bowl. Bro, wasn't rapping. Lip syncing. Has anybody... So, so, okay. Has anybody called him out on it? Have we had proof? Um, I think. Well, I think. I, I think so. I think like, hey, you know, Eminem was faking it or lip syncing or whatever. I and I'm trying to think of an analogy, like going back in like the media world that I that I lived in for so long. Like, how does this compare? Um, you know, there's things there's things that like in the radio world that we faked, 
all the time that you guys have no clue about. Well, you do because I've talked to you about it. And that people were like, oh, my God, that was the best phone call ever or blah, 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 blah. You know, the War of the Roses, the, you know, that type of shit. Like, bro, <laughs> bro, those are two actors. They, that radio station pays for those actors to give you entertainment. Like the the, the real housewives of insert city here. You know, when they go to to talk about something or they do a fight, bro, those producers literally say, hey, we only caught half of that. Or, hey, you know, this can you go back and say this, bro, don't think reality TV is real, bro. They're going back in and they're faking it. And so that the audience, you know, eats it up and gobbles it up and they fucking love it. And I, I think, again, if. If Joe and again, Joe's a look, man, if if you were able to just sit down and talk to, Joe, I know I would love him. I know I would. Right. So I'm not trying to bag on. I'm him. not I either. Know, I know we've been going a long time. I'd probably know. kiss him in less than nine hours. You know, so I <laughs> like he, he probably, you know, I don't know if if there's like some hand holding, maybe five, you know, <laughs> like I, I just I don't know what would come up. I really don't know but because he, I love people like him. You know, sure. He's he a, is very. He's happy. I'm a big smiley guy. You know, right? I, and I'm a fucking. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm a fucking. You know, I'm a curmudgeon. But I, I think, look, man, I feel bad for the kid because like everybody's bagging on him. Nick's finale went off on him. You know, rightfully so. I understand Nick's a fucking talented guy, and I'm not, Nick's like, a purist, I'm man. To say. But what I'm trying to say, and I and I, 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 Nick and I were talking last night, or we were messaging the other day, and I said, because he was talking about getting into that space. At the end of the video, he was talking about, like, well, I got to figure this out then. I got to figure out how to get in that space, which is good. Like, figure out a way to get into it and also also be in that space. And I literally wrote, I wrote Nick this, and I said, yo, you're already on Twitch. Take clips of your Twitch and recycle them to your Instagram and your TikTok and your you know, put up a fucking mix cloud mix from your TikTok. Like, you know, there's all these different ways that you can show that you're a talented DJ. Nick is a godsend when it comes to being a DJ. Yeah. So I understand him being angry. I understand him being frustrated, but it also takes talent to go into Ableton or Adobe Audition or whatever you use and and create mixes, correct? Not Yes, correct. Not the argument at all. You just want to make out with them. I just want to make out with them. No, so here I actually I came up with a with a what I think is a decent analogy. Um, what was it in? I don't remember exactly what it was in, but basically it was right. You're taking the SATs. You study really, really hard for it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, let's say just taking on a persona. You're not like the you're not the smartest person. You're not like the most athletic person, athletic person in high school. You know, you're kind of like a, you know, a, a, a mid, lower upper class, you know, like a high middle class in school. Sure. You study your butt off for the SATs. You do pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. You're walking through the hallway and the dumb fucking rock jock is high-fiving, and he got 200 points higher than you on the SATs because he had somebody else do it for him. How do you feel? But but Joe did it. Joe still created that mix. So No, so Joe, half Joe 
Your analogy is half Joe wrong. input the stuff into the computer that got him 1600 on the SATs. No, like yeah. the thing that you're t- you're comparing this jock, this dumb fucking football player. I'm not saying in high school. Jozan is dumb. I'm saying well, I think saying? he's very smart. I right. think his skill in social media and Ableton are great, but he's technically lying to us about his DJ skill, and it also begs us to question what else he made that isn't real. That's yeah. where I get off. Is now I'm like I don't so Eminem lip syncs. Dr. Dre was on the board. Dre was fake DJing. Do we know Dre can DJ? Produce, produce. But but he can also DJ. We know that, right? Yes. Do we know Eminem can perform and can sing and can write great songs and can say a lot of words in a short amount of time? Yes. Do we know that for a fact? Yes. Do we know for a fact that Joe Zahn can mix six songs in 60 seconds live? No, we uh, don't. No. We don't. No. So that's what, okay. Okay. Where so it then comes he goes up. back on TikTok and he does that mix live. He's getting there, but now it's harder to bring us back from being like lied to. You know, it's, it's harder to regain trust, right? Than it is to lose it. So like okay, it well, takes 11, that long to lose trust. He has eleven million views on the I'm, sports. I'm Center not knocking that. Again, I am I'm priding him on his social media skill and his ability to gain attention and traction. And that's that I envy that one hundred percent. His work ethic is second to none. But you understand that the followers and likes that he's getting are just from your average everyday. I person. understand that. You know, it's, but I'm it's, not the average. Again, I'm just not the average social media consumer. I also don't watch reality TV because I can't fucking handle how fake it is. You know, right? So these, so, are, those are the people that I'm talking to. Those are the people that I want to attract to me in some type of way. You know, is the uh, genuine? Just uh, I'm just not a fake. And like, so I won't put out content just to put out content. You know, I've you know I've got plenty of. Um, VODs that I could run through of me DJing and I could get a bunch of stuff, but you know, none of it's exceptional. And this is where we run into this thing of like the, the purest DJ versus like your, your average DJ, you know, is that some people just want to do something that makes them famous and using DJing is a little insulting to some of us. So. Cause it's an art because it's an art and we've, I don't know. It's it's like if you spend your whole life trying to be able to draw a per- perfect circle and then some guy shows up with a compass and just does it. And it's like, but you didn't do it. The compass did it. Good analogy. You know, that's about as Good analogy. cut and dry as it gets. We uh, asked Joe to come on the show. You um, did. You did. I take no credit for yeah. that. I w- I You said it. Like, should we ask? And I was like, this is out of my comfort zone. I'm not asking anybody shit. <laughs> Wait, why? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I had this problem with the cool kids, too. I just, I don't know. I, I guess it's a me thing. Like, I just don't think I'm big enough to ask people like that. You know, I... You do know everyone knows who you are, right? I don't think you anybody know knows who I am. Uh, you had a, a video made about your engagement at the DJ Click. S-C-E Bird... And their team dropped Mike everything. 
to come to uh to where you're speaking also i heard at the dj collective that there were other people speaking at the same time as you and they were all like where the where is everybody it was so oh thank god teddy was sitting like closer to the front because all of a sudden this mob of like 60 people come to listen to me talk like whoa hey everybody and i literally go wow this is a lot more people than i thought would be here because <laughs> word had gotten out that you were going to uh propose during your, yes. your uh conference right there. yeah um look again going back we asked joe to come on joe was i you know i was talking to him he was kind of back and forth about it dude's always welcome to come on the show and talk bro i would him. love to talk um, to him i would love to i because honestly i think the best way to not gain sympathy but to like he, he, the way that he kills is through charisma. You can tell he is, sure. and and he seems like a very hard on your sleeve type guy. And I would love to sit in the background while you interview him. You know, I mean, you don't have to be in the background. You can be in the front, right? But we kind of talked. You know, we would have like that Howard Robin sort of dynamic when you're interviewing. Where I just, I just, I actually don't talk until I'm spoken to, or if I can like raise my hand. And ha- hopefully have something good to say or something to add. That's how morning shows do. They raise their hand. Do they really? Them. They do. They raise and hold their hand. That's a good morning show does. So like they don't trip over each other. They'll sit there and hold their hand and wait. And right. then the host, who is the leader of the show, he calls on whoever he needs to call on. Um, you know, at the appropriate time. Yes, yeah, so it's like your your um panel host, right? A little inside scoop of the radio world. Yeah, there you go. Now Howard and Robin don't just because. I mean, they've been they've been doing this for years. longer yeah. than we've been alive, literally. Uh, speaking of the Super Bowl halftime show, uh, your favorites, your your comments about the Super Bowl, the music. I mean, obviously, it's our. You know, I feel like as a, I man, I got nostalgia, man. I yeah, just dude. went back to just the high school years, the middle school, high school years of. Um, you know, I remember being a kid. Uh, we I was a junior and we went to some like fucking science something I don't know. Wow. And we're on the way back. We're on a bus and this dude gives me his portable CD player and the CD and it had just this weed you know logo stamped on the side of it. It said two thousand one, and he goes, "Yo, listen to this." And that's when I was kind of just getting into DJing. Uh, you know, I just started working on the radio in one. I was still a high schooler then. Right. And I remember listening to this and I was like looking around like, okay, first off, I'm this nerdy little white kid listening to just like the most awesome like hip hop. It's like the opening scene of the or of uh, Office Space. I have seen that movie. What? Dude, what? Like I'm annoyed right now. I genuinely was like, I'm, yo, I'm going to drop off his space and this motherfucker won't have seen this. And then that'll be the first movie that we make him watch. So the Shit. inside story here to the audience is that I don't watch a lot of movies. There are a lot of movies that Kevin has brought up that I, I just, I look at him. I have looked at you and I'm like, I, I don't, I've never. Guys, never. second, like girls say my second language is sarcasm. Like guys, second language is quoting movies. I, I the well in 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 TV shows are kind of like that too. TV shows be really good to watch. I I've, I've seen only one season of The Office. That's haven't okay. seen the rest of it. Parks and Rec never watched it. Uh but movies uh Kevin is on this like just train to get me to watch these movies. I just um, love movies, so. Now it's been a while since I've watched Office Space, but I have watched it all the way through. Uh it's a very phenomenal movie. You know what movie that I've seen that you'll probably be shocked that I've seen? 
Swingers. Wow. No, I I mean that's a great movie to have seen first. That's um I but the very first movie of my life was Swingers. That was the first movie you ever saw. No, 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 no it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> my first it was movie stand, was like stand by The Flintstones. <laughs> that's true. The okay, live yeah, action that one. Was a, that was a fucking great film. The other day Kevin and I are talking and he brings up a Bambi reference and I looked at him and I was like, I've I've never I've never seen and I think you ended the stream. You just you signed off FaceTime and you're like, I just can't. I've never seen Barb or a Bam- Bambi. That's Bambi. What Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, Bambi. Yeah. I was like, because you were like, yeah, the baby dies or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so if you have dies. movie suggestions, slide in my DMs. I, yeah, story. yeah. Please slide in one of our DMs and let us know what movies Shorty should watch in order to grab. So, like, because we started to go down the top 100 list and you had seen. <laughs> Do you want to list a few? Well, the top two are Shawshank Redemption, the Shawshank Redemption, which you were like, doesn't he like, isn't there like a tree or a fence or something? I did. I was like, doesn't he like break out? And he's like, I was like, doesn't he break out? And he's in like a tree. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. (laughs) And Kevin was like, yeah, but there's also two and a half hours of the movie where he's inside. There's everything else. And then like the Godfather is second. Ah, I haven't. And we talked about how you have the only Star Wars movie you've seen is the only one that doesn't fucking matter. The Phantom Menace. The Jar Jar Binks one. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the Jar Jar Binks one. So, um, but yeah, so you were talking about listening to The Chronic for the first time. Yeah, so I just remember being, uh, you know, I think it was like 11th grade. Uh, and just being on this bus and just like, again, this nerdy little white kid like jamming out to just like the chronic. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. And I remember, um, you know, I, so I worked in radio when I was in high school. I worked at the college radio station at Clemson. And I remember like playing just like indie, like the indie crap that never went anywhere. And it was just like it was your typical college radio music. Sure. And I remember this. Now this is 73 there. or 74. It's 2001. I remember uh, this guy named Jihad walked in, big, huge black guy, just like man. He like he, he was kind of scary looking at first, and he looks at me he's like, "What's up, man?" I was like, "What's, what's going on, man?" Just what's listening to the Chronic on my CD player. <laughs> I'm like DJing, like I'm on the radio and I'm playing like you know the Pixies or something. I don't know. It's just still Dre. Am I right? Any guy? Yeah, right. <laughs> Jihad looks at me and he goes, "You want people to listen to your fucking show?" I was like. Yeah, and he sl- it was a record. He throws down a record, and it w- it said uh, graduation on it. And uh, no, 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 it was a single, and it said through the wire on it. And I, oh, okay. And again, I'm I'm you know I'm 17 years old, 16, 17 years old. I put on this record, you know, I cue it up. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> swear to God, he goes, yo, fucking play that, man. People are gonna fucking listen to you. And he goes, quit playing that fucking pixie shit. So like I literally I press the, the I press the record to talk it up. I go, this is this is through the wire by Kane West. <laughs> On WSPFFM Clemson 88.1. That's amazing, dude. But from there, I was like, you know, uh, the chron obviously the chronic album kind of introduced me to hip hop. I feel like, you know, there was like there was like Coolio and Vanilla Ice like when I was younger, but this was just like I, man, this I can't even describe the album to. So Snoop and his whole friends and Eminem and 
Dr. Dre, uh, your best, what are your best, what do you wish they did better critiques of the Super Bowl happen? I'm cool with it, man. I, um, so unfortunately my only critiques are because I, uh, we did like, a, you know, like the betting shit for the Super Bowl, oh, but we bet on like a bunch of other things beyond like the sports stuff. So like what the first commercial would be, which it was an automotive commercial, not related to cars at all, Toyota. Um, what was it? Uh, I don't know. It's Toyota like doing, it was it, like when Toyota popped up, you're like, what? Oh, I, I couldn't I, even I, tell you what it was I anymore. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but uh I see we can't we can't bet down here. We can't do the fan duel. Oh, we just like it was like a at home type thing, you know. Oh, a buddy oh. made like a Google Doc and it was like who will be the first one on stage, you know, like what will be the first song? Will Snoop smoke weed on stage, which he didn't on he stage. Weed, he smoked weed prior. Yeah. He's literally like before. All right, here we go, baby. Seawalk. Hey. Which is which it's it's legal in LA, so why wouldn't he be able to? It's not to? legal on a broadcasting. Like if even on Twitch. Like NBC. You're technically not supposed to smoke. Like oh, you I can you can be smoking. high on stream, but you can't like show yourself doing it. You're not supposed I think to. Joe Rogan smokes weed on his show. Though. Joe Rogan has some immunity. I don't know why, like, you're relating like <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hi, Kevin, to Joe Rogan. Yeah, we're basically on the same platform. So, yeah. I'm on Spotify, uh, too, Joe. 50 Cent as the surprise guest. Was the best. Him coming in upside down. I was like, bro, play a it. fucking D12 song right now. Oh, bro. That's what my I thought they were going to do, man. I thought my band was... I thought we were at least going to hear, like, the riff of it. I would have died. The memes that are coming out. The memes that are coming out from 50 being upside down. Like me trying to find my phone charger under the bed. <laughs> Dude, that was fifty I think I saw those like fifty cent turned into a whole damn dollar or something. Dude, I just I mean we're yeah. I love like people comparing the set to like a Barbie uh, you know, like the like the Barbie I doll liked set. The set. I liked the set too. People were giving it um ag because uh only about thirty percent of the audience could see the whole thing. You know, it's definitely the Super Bowl is not made for the people that are at the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. At least sure. the halftime show. 100% agree. So it's for us um, at home. Sorry, guys. And he so paid yeah, five Snoop grand. Smoked, Snoop smoked before he got on stage. Yep. 50 Cent joined. Uh, I was kind of disappointed that Eminem only did one song. Agreed. I wanted him to open. Wishing. Yeah, I was kind of. I'm okay with Snoop opening. 100%. Because it's, it's LA. Sure. So, you know, Snoop's yeah, yeah, from yeah. California. Yeah, if it had uh, been in Detroit, I, I, right? If it was the Lions. If it was 100%. still Stafford in the Lions, oh my God, done. Yes, you got them all day. Uh, think things I wish would have happened if Martha Stewart got on stage with Snoop Dogg. That was everybody was talking about that shit, dude. I I honestly like that would have been epic. Um, the, the, again, Eminem doing only one song. Uh, you know, it was okay. Look, lose yourself is just to me monumental. Yeah, it's just the staple. Just hearing staple the M. intro of that song. Uh, is monumental, which it's funny. Uh, our competitor here, when I was on the radio, they would play "Lose Yourself" as a gold every now and then, but they had the dirty version in. So, at like eleven in the morning, like you would hear, like fucking goddamn, like at eleven in the morning, yeah. and clearly no one was ever listening because for like six months, it's all they did was play the dirty version. And then one day, like my boss and I were listening, and I'm like, oh. 
Oh, they bleeped it out. Oh, they, must have, that. they must have figured they must have figured that part out. Or the they FCC did their job today. Like, Sir. Yeah. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and social media compared to the Super Bowl. Um, my timeline was filled with, you know, this was the greatest halftime show ever. People my age to my aunt and uncles and cousins going, what the fuck was I just watching? I, sh- I guess it's fair. But I also think like, We've had enough of the Rolling Stones. We've had enough of, you know, we get it. You've like, had your time, people. You're like, right. just keep in mind, we are dealing with the fact that we're in our 30s just as much as yes. you're dealing with the fact that you're in your fucking 70s. Quit. And I do. Stop. I do. Okay. Greatest halftime show ever. What do I think? Hmm? Uh, it's, it, it, and so many people said it. Prince. In the rain. In the rain. Yeah. Dude goes just like I, I, mean, I, I just think Prince and Prince set him up to be set himself up to be the coolest halftime yeah. show ever too because God you know like what everybody always says like men want to be him when women want to be with him even some guys want to be with him mm-hmm. you know like bro when Prince died I, I was you know it it, it shocked shock. the world yeah. you know so yeah. MJ died shocked the world you know this this one was great because it was so much coming yeah. together you know have, have there i mean I, I know that obviously there's like a shitload of acts all the time but like individual like do you believe that this was the most star studded you know because like you've had a lot of people on stage before right you know we've had full bands and shit we've had maroon five you know yeah I, but as far as like uh this is heavy heavy hitters you know, Hang on, uh, let's fucking let's, Mary J just slayed. And I love that Mary J like you could tell she was actually legitimately exhausted when she fell. She fell. I mean, not fell, but when she like, you know, starfished. Oh, let's look at, um, hold on. So, um, I mean, what do you, you agree? Like Prince, right? Prince is definitely up there. Uh, you know, most I think talked about, I think you could still be the, um, JT shit, right? Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. I mean, obviously everybody talks about that just because um you know what happened. Right. Um so okay, so when that happened, February first, two thousand four was Jessica Simpson, Janet Jackson, P. Diddy. Okay, Millie, I guess Kid that Rock, is I totally JT. forgot that everybody was there that year. That's see that's, that's the thing is everything one. else gets so like silenced because you know, that one shit happened. Right. Well, and you only A's. think of Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson because obviously what happened. Right. Um, yeah. Paul McCartney was 2005. The Rolling Stones was 2006. Prince was 2007 on his own too, which I think like, you know, that's, that's tough, um, man. Iconic. I think yeah, you could do a Prince halftime show right now. Oh, for sure. And, and just wait, literally just wait, play wait. his music and do like cool lighting, and people would be like, "That was the fourth best." 2010 was the Who. What? Yeah, yeah. Never knew that. Black Eyed Peas was 2011. That's just like Madonna, a concert. Madonna, Madonna was good. Okay, okay, hold oh, on. Shit, those so, are all special guests too. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, that's what I was looking at. So Madonna had LMFAO, Nicki Minaj, MA, Cirque du Soleil. Like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, CeeLo Green. And then a bunch of drumliners from high schools. Beyonce, Destiny's Child. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Slash was with the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Bruno and Red Hot Chili Peppers is pretty cool. 
But like again, see, this is I think that it's more like nobody was really headlining this one, you know. That was the right. one that everybody was trying to talk about, like the Coldplay and Bay and Bruno and stuff. It's like, yeah, but we all we all think of that as the Coldplay halftime show with, right? This is the Radio blitz. Shorty podcast with Hi Kevin. There will be times that I will not be even. I will just be an afterthought because I mean, you're you're not coming to Vegas. It's, yes, I'm not going to Vegas, and I'm and I'm going to interview Big Earn and Nate Nelson. And who else do I have on the docket? Mike Via and uh, Gabe. Gabriel Garzaro. Talk to uh, talk to Alex if she's there too. Gabe's wife. She's super cool and fucking so smart. Is she? Yeah, so smart, dude. I'm gonna hold you to it if I talk to her and she's she's not. I'm gonna be like, well, Kevin, bro. She made me. Uh, I was a little drunk when she did it, but she definitely like took me to the side and 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 broke me down pretty hard when we were at the collective. In what way? Uh, you know, just you know, brought up all the issues that you know you have, but you never really said out loud. Like very uh, therapist, like she's good, man. I pay for that. I don't need that. Yeah, I got it for. I got one session for free. Is she a therapist? Is that what it is? Uh, no, she's just a very um helpful and aware person. Yeah. All right, wrapping up the show. Super good looking too, by the way, Gabe. You nailed it. Tinder Swindler on Netflix. Have you seen it? I literally don't know what this is. All right, you watch that, and you tell me what movie I need to watch this week, and then we'll we'll Shit. come back next week. Also, while you do that, uh, we also want you to know that uh, as you listen to this podcast, whenever Kevin is on, he is going to do a dad joke, um, and we will rate them. And by we, me. You. Yeah. You probably don't have a dad joke ready. I have three ready, dude. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. How about we do three? We don't have to do three. I just have three ready. So I guess. Let's do two. You want to do two? Okay. Yep. Um, What do the French people get high on? Wait, hold on. What? Hold on, hold on. Okay, right, 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 right. We need need our intro. We got to get your music. Like, you remember we used to be on the radio? We used to play this music for you? Uh. This is our theme music and my theme music. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Do your dad joke. All right. Hey, everybody. This is DJ Hi Kevin with uh, Dad Joke Today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it used to be Dad Joke Thursday. Dad Joke February 16. Um, hey, Shorty. Dude, you have to say the date every single time you do Dad, dad Joke February 16. This isn't Dad Joke Thursday. This is Dad Joke February 16, 22. Um, right, hey, Shorty. It. Hey, Kevin. Hey, what do the French get high on? What do the French get high on? Um, tea. A weed. <laughs> That's right. I'm rating that one a two. I'm not going to lie, dude. I just sat forward and crunched my nuts <laughs> between my legs. <laughs> All right. That was a two. That was oh, terrible. That was what bad. was I'm that? Sorry. That was terrible. That was the bait. You gotta, you gotta come back. All right. All right. Second dad joke. <laughs> Fuck. Now, see, this is tough. When the first one flops, then like I'm <laughs> the like, so now I have the other two, and I'm like, if I say one, is it gonna flop? All right. All right. So I joke. start. I started this new job today, right? And okay. the tenth person that gets, I so I started as a bus driver, right? The 10th person that gets on, 
they, they, everybody keeps calling me a terrible bus driver. It's like, I just, I don't know where these people get off. Um. Okay. Good. Okay. A, a six. All right. Can I tell the last one then? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, I just don't understand women. I thought opening the door for a lady was the polite thing to do, but then she just flew out of the plane. Okay, a ten. Oh wow, that's okay. Cool, sweet. Collective eighteen right. out of thirty. The dad joke there. There you go. Um, we appreciate you listening. You can always subscribe. Just follow the Radio Shorty Podcast with DJ Hi Kevin on YouTube. Obviously, you can subscribe on Spotify and Apple and Google and all the other podcast apps that are out there. Um, give us a good review. Hit that yeah, like review. Five stars, you know. Yeah, Tell yeah. Us we're beautiful. Like, subscribe, sure. comment. Yo, future guests. Do you want to write down the list of future guests that you would like to have on the show? The people that I want to have on the show? Oh, I have yeah, you, so you wrote this list, man. I, I like did this. write this list. And, uh, I mean, you're knocking out a few of them. Um, to stay, I'm just going to, like, because we sort of talked a little bit about it previously. Um, our goal is not to just be DJ people, but is to be other industries. Um, sure. Just in the world. And I, I'm intrigued by radio people because I've always loved the format and the hustle that you guys have. So, you know, a bunch of people on there. Um, the free for all show. I actually tried to catch it last night, but um, I was stoned. Sean Tempesta. Cool. They're super cool. I love uh, Sarah on Mike uh, Marie from the radio fam rerun. Have I told you that story? The story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Marie, uh, Marie runs this account called at the radio fam on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and I think she's just like, I mean, I'd marry her tomorrow. Just true story. I mean, so I try. So I, the thing is, doesn't know her, but he would marry her tomorrow. I started it on Twitter, just straight out flirting with her on Twitter. And every radio person is giving side eyes like, what is happening? And then I slid in her DMs. And she's like, oh, that's sweet. Got a boyfriend. And I was like, OK, so, yes, but I'd love to have Marie on as well. We can make things awkward on the show. I think we already have. <laughs> Uh, you got a couple. You got a couple other names here. Uh, Drew and Fuse. Who? Actually yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the DJ show. world of things. I think that podcast helping podcast is a great way to leverage everybody. Um, For sure. And also, I think that a lot of times it to run a podcast is a bit of a service, and sometimes it's nice to be serviced yourself. Wink, wink. Drew and Fuse, I'll blow you. Um, <laughs> but this also goes out to everybody. Um, Alex Nepa from Sipsonish. Uh, Teddy and I were on that. I'd love to return the favor and have you on. I just love the sound of his voice. Um, Nate Nelson He's great at what he does. Uh, just celebrated his 112th birthday um, on Super Bowl Sunday. He did an awesome setup. If you don't follow him, check him out. Uh, DJ Demand's a good friend of ours. I just want him on because he doesn't want to be on. Um, but I also I, I think he has I a great like- I think he has a great COVID story to tell, which um, makes his existence guaranteed a whole lot harder than yours um oh are you talking about yes 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 and uh you know you've mentioned you're going to talk to big urn um but i also there's there's so many mega hot chicks that uh, and i don't mean that in a derogatory way um but as a term of endearment so many incredibly talented ladies uh that i would like to talk to from the dj world kristen wilson and actually her second i would love to have both of them on because they're a hilarious pair and, I don't know uh, her second. Uh, yeah. What's her second? Jenny Smith. Hmm. Yeah, she's Wait, cool. They're both fun. named Smith. 
Wait, Wilson. Wilson. I'm an idiot. Sorry, sorry, I'm an idiot. Mr. Wilson! You you have a note in here, and obviously you've known him for a very long time, Nick Oh, of course, Nick. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the Prank Wars in Cream House. That was just in the notes. I don't know what that means. We started to talk Uh, about it because we showed the drool video in our demo run, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. That was disgusting. I had to literally DM you on inst on, on on Facebook just to get that image away from the yeah 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 because you didn't want to see it anymore because yeah. it was absolutely disgusting. But anyway, so, so like yeah. short story, uh, Nick and I lived together with a couple other guys, um, and he actually like came in halfway through the or halfway through the college year and joined us. So we he had always like been hanging out there. He was like our sixth. We had five roommates at one point. And he was like our sixth one, or seven, really, we kind of had. It was weird. But a lot of people hung out at our house. Um, he ended sure. up moving in, and then prank wars ensued. And I would like to say I'm not one to fuck with. And I will make you regret entering any sort of prank war with me. Guaranteed. Noted. So I would, I just, Nick's Definitely one of my noted. best friends in the world, man. You know, and uh, he got me into this, so I'd like to tell that story. You know, and also just uh, I haven't had the chance to really like pick Nick's brain in a while. Um, I've always wanted to interview him just because I, you know, I know all his motives through everything. And uh, yeah, you know, if you don't if you don't watch the Nick Spinelli show, uh, he also has a podcast version as well on Spotify and all that stuff. Uh, but if you don't watch it, uh, I, I, I at least try to watch some of it. And if not, I'll grab the clips. He does a great job of like, clipping the show up Amazing job. Uh, on YouTube. Uh, very talented, very smart guy. Um, I met him briefly in uh, Atlantic City at DJ Expo. I think I tried to buy him a drink and uh, you know talk. Picked his brain. The thing is, man, those guys, man, they've got like seven billion people that want to talk to them. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I was like, hey, Nick, sure he wants to talk to you, and then I just walked away. <laughs> you did, yeah. And I so I was like, just left there. And here's here's me who like looks like a a a, a blown up Harry Potter trying to talk to this guy <laughs> and like this i think but the thing is, is like there's seven billion people trying to get to like him and jay and i and bun and i just leave him alone man i just try to leave him alone i i you think know, he appreciates like... that but squeaky wheels get the most oil um but one of my favorite things to do is because i'm his friend a lot of times if i go hey nick 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 he'll like pay attention to me over everybody else and then i'll drag somebody in there that just has this like really an... <laughs> not you this isn't you this is this a is separate example but like, I like to yeah. drag somebody in there that's just like gonna totally waste his time. <laughs> Noted. So that's what I did. Well, actually, you know what? To give Nick a plug, first off, his show's one p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays. Um, he had Boy Genius on. If you want to gain some fucking mental clarity, go watch that episode. Um, but also, if you go way back to his vlogs from, I think the first time that he spoke at the expo, you can see a, a little dip into the world that is prank wars i think the um the thing about nick is like he doesn't i don't think he has any broadcast background and there are a lot of people that do youtube shows and try to do stuff and it just doesn't work because they just don't get it right and nick's one of those guys where like when i watch his show he's got it all planned out very methodically you know i don't know why i'm doing this motion he's got are you italian no you're like greek or something Irish, Irish, Irish. Um, oh, oh, right, was... right. McGrody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Sean McGrody. And I think you're saying my last name right. Mag- no, McGrody. 
There you go. You got Magruor. it. Right. I always forget the second R. My bad. Yeah, please remember the second R. Uh, but very methodical. Anyway, Nick Spinelli, uh, I can't wait to talk about the cream hat. What is it called? The cream. The house? cream house. Cream. So actually, inspired by hip hop. Sounds disgusting. Inspired by Wu Tang. Cash rules everything around me. Cream. Cool. We so, I don't know. It's it, I got to tell the story with him. I got to tell the story sure. with him. If I could get all six of those other guys on, if like if we could ever be in the same place again without it being like an absolute yelling. We'd probably break out in a Nerf war, dude. It would. It's like we're so childish. But, uh, All right, it's the Radio Shorty uh, podcast. My man, DJ Hi Kevin. Uh, I appreciate mm. you uh, joining me on the adventure. Uh, please don't quit after three or four episodes. Mama didn't raise no uh, quitter. That's what the bio says. I think our bio literally says like we'll probably do three or four and then just call it quits, just like so. everybody else. You can always subscribe to us at the Radio Shorty Podcast with DJ Hi Kevin on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Music, on every fucking place you can find your audio and your video. Anything I should want to say, Kevin? While we're um, do you want to rap on the way out? I'll give you one last opportunity to. I don't want to rap on the way out. Come on. Uh, really happy you guys all came yeah. to our show. Kevin. You can come back again, just so you know. That's all you got. If you watch the video, you'll see me pick my nose. Okay, that's it. I also talk about how fuse can blow me. I mean, I will blow fuse. I'm sorry. I love you. Either either way. Either way. It's happening. That's it. Appreciate you listening and watching. Uh, bye bye.